0: So, restart. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of uh, Let's Talk About It. We are here live from Reject City, USA. Um, with me today is the fastest podcast of the Midwest. His name is Tony the Kid.
1: Yes, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, it's me, Total Kid. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a lot of cool things. Old oh, Man RJ, thank you for joining me as well on this Hell's Gate special edition of Let's Talk About It. Now, Hell's Gate is our wrestling topics are so strong that you'll feel like you're trapped in a triangle chokehold that opens the gates of hell. Which I guess you know. <laughs> It just gets you in there. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, maniacal laugh. You know, they keep going with the maniacal laugh. <laughs> it's <so> stupid. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, you know, you know, uh, let's talk about episodes. Oh, man, RJ develops these little things and sayings. I just bomb the hell out of it. And I just come up with cool stuff that comes out of my mouth. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> now first things on hand old man RJ we got new king of ring first ever queen of the ring crown uh, uh, let's talk about it if I'm not mistaken old man RJ didn't we talk about this already at uh, crown
0: jewel review did we I'm not even too sure I think we were just talking about I think we might up. well uh, let's yeah. talk about where it would go from here
1: where it would go from here well expectation of it, Xavier Woods, his new king of the ring, think, I believe, needs to get a title shot. Or if not, at least in the title contention, naming across the board, give it maybe about a month. I'll give it a month. As the king of the ring, as he develops being the king of the ring standard or whatever, I think this is the time for him to utilize that type of um, you know, title in the sense of the wrestling world and jump out and kind of introduce that to everybody for him to get his hand in the ring in order to, you know, fight for the championship. So, I guess that makes sense. That's my thing. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that right now, with him winning the king of the ring, he's bound to start entering into the world title pitcher soon. Uh, he's a good wrestler. He's a heck of a talker on the microphone. So, he has, he has all the needs to become a world champion. Yeah,
1: agreed i will agree with that he does he i think it's time for do you know time for do for him if anything before that i would have to say it would have been better off for him to be a big title contention for at the intercontinental at least before i think that's something that he should have been fighting for for while, at for least for himself just because, because of you know him going in and out being like the manager somewhat to the team but still wrestling and he has great matches it's not like he's Slow, it's not like he's not entertaining. He has good matches. It's just, why hasn't he given his shot? You know, why not get his shot? So, I guess I would leave it at that.
0: Hmm. So, yeah, same thing you said about Samina Vega. I think, uh, I don't feel like she's going to be lasting in the company along though with her husband in AEW. So, I think there's just, uh, this was just one of those where they want to give her a title because of what they did to her. Or they released her early in her uh, and the year that happened. You know, they released her with no reason at all.
1: Well, you also got to look. I think, I think by this happening, it kind of shocked me and surprised me that they were going this route. But I guess you got to look at it as the you know, if they're trying to target a bigger fan base. You know what I mean? And especially for the women, women fan bases that seems to feel like what they're aiming for. If I'm not mistaken, she's a she's the first Hispanic, you know, women to, of course, in general, Hispanic to win something of a caliber status of a queen of the ring, especially being the first one winning it. So, so it's like, you know, I guess there, I guess it was a business choice knowing if I, if I, if me knowing Vince, his idioticity, I feel like that's where his mind went. Oh, people are gonna love me. They're gonna love me. I'm gonna get a Hispanic lady and make her queen of the ring, and you know it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be good business. Everybody, yeah, everyone's gonna follow us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can see that stupid type of talk coming from his ass, and him explaining that idiotic explanation, you know, you know stuff like that or whatever. So it, I I don't know, man. It drives me nuts. I, I, but I guess that's where I see the business side of it, in that sense. What do you think?
0: yeah i agree i think it's more like you said uh, i think they were looking at something that would like get people to be like oh wow this is cool you know but also it's like how long is she gonna be there so that's my only question is it's a good thing to give the tour but also it's one of those where you know let's try to find a way to shut the fans up
1: right agreed i agree all right along everybody Fans aren't too happy with what's going on in Survivor Series and calling it lazy writing. Oh, man, RJ, I think I think I would have to totally agree with that lazy writing statement because it just feels like that's where they're going. Their mindset has been going for almost a year now. So what do you think?
0: I agree, man. It seems like they booked this whole show together and they just toss whatever they can. That's what's been uh, WWE's uh, news motto for booking pay-per-view matches is let's just toss everything and see what sticks. Now.
1: It really does, and it sucks. I think, I think what I missed the most about Survivor Series back in the day, okay, Vince, if you're listening, what made you successful in this is having multiple different feuds colliding into one and then basically saying we're going to have this team versus this team. But it seems like now, you're, what it turned into is, you know, this guy's having a feud, and we're going to squash that feud for the moment and make it, you know, Raw versus SmackDown, and then just have random people going into it. So I feel like it's they lost the touch. They lost the expectation. They lost the drive. They lost the attention to detail. But I don't know. That's just me. That's just me.
0: Well, it's not just you. It's also the fact that if you look at the way they booked the show, um, look at who you have as a world champion. They have Roman Reigns. They have Big E. Um, Dude, you could have easily done something based on the New Day and the bloodline. Couldn't you?
1: I would have, yeah.
0: Sure. And that used to be what hyped fans up. Fans aren't getting hyped no more because they're not. You're not using logic as you used to. You're not using uh, things that would, like you're not building it the way you used to be uh, able to build these shows.
1: Agreed. Everything seems to be sloppy writing. The only attention to detail that they're going in Amy for is the big title contentions. They're not looking at the in between status. They're not looking at the the other titles itself and v- developing stories for those titles. There's nothing in that. Picture, they're all focused on who's the main champion. They're all focused on who's Raw's champion, who's Smackdowns, who's the you know who's the side pieces and stuff like that. There's no attention to that. There's always random. I don't know. That's again. That it's just it. It's inevitable for them to lose the company. It's inevitable. I'm just saying, inevitable.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, like me, like I was just saying a while ago. You know, uh, Big E is their world champion on one show. Romans on the other, uh, they could have, if they want to focus on champions, that could have been your leaders of the squad going into this uh, show. Right. And then exactly. your uh, other matches could have been probably the IC against the US champion in a different uh, slot. The same mm-hmm. thing with the women's titles, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the fun part, if you want to do something really interesting, you could have had one half of the women's tag team versus the other. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. And had them book their own team. So now you would have two different women's matches at the very Series. So it's, to me, it's just a sloppy and I was like lazy booking. Um, and I, you know, it's just the Vince is really, I feel like he's given up as much as he can.
1: <laughs> he's letting it go, but he seems, it seems like he's trying to control but he's also being lazy. You could tell the parts where he's not – It's he's just not paying attention to detail. And you also got to look at it this way. It just goes to show that whatever team was developed around him back in the day were pretty much the masterminds in how the industry was being told, the matches, the storytelling. And then, and then you had Vince, you know, having the last word, of course, but more or less of having – that type of control less of a control to say they get the final word, fine, you wanna you wanna have control in how this is gonna end, then go for it. And then once once it happened, oh man, that was great success. You know, if it wasn't for me letting you do it, it was great. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like I feel like that was the case then and it's starting to really show it's not the case no more now. Who's ever trying to do something, they're shutting up and they're letting him be the, the vocal point and it's it's really showing it's really showing what true what type of true type of industry he really wanted for himself and it's not looking good at all not
0: yeah i agree
1: horrible now otherwise other stuff undertaker visits dallas cowboys football stadium can this mean he is headed to the 2022 hall of fame class for wwe let's talk about it Oh, man, I know you've been wanting to talk about your Undertaker for so long.
0: Actually, I don't know, Undertaker. man. Undertaker's Randy's, uh, G-Money's dad, too. He's a big fan of his. So uh, I believe this is it, man. I mean, Taker's a Texan by heart. You know, he was born and raised, think, in Texas. So um, what better way to give Undertaker a Hall of Fame uh, reign than to do it in his home state?
1: Uh, yeah, I could agree. I agree. It does make sense, but it also made sense to the point where you would have had Undertaker and Sting at the at same stadium at WrestleMania. But that didn't happen. So, you know, I'm sorry to bust your bubble, man. This makes sense, but it won't happen. I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't know. It's just me. I, I'm still bittersweet. I'm still bitter about it, of course. But uh, I, I, I can see it. I can see him, you know, them just cater to him. They're saying, like, look. They're showing him the stadium. They're basically saying, we're going to have you here, have you there. The lights and stuff like that going to be all over here and all that type of stuff. So that I feel like you're right where they were just introducing him and le- like basically showing him, like a, you know, a car salesman, showing him the product and going from there and him decision on accepting that product.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I, I mean? Still like still wonder
0: if he's going to – in my opinion, uh, for him, if he's going to be inducted, of course, he's going to be the head of the class. But to me, I think that, you know, him being the Undertaker and wrestling for this company for such a long time and being one of the biggest names we have had, he deserves like a celebrity inductor.
1: Uh, yes and no. I feel like who's going to induct him right now? Oh, man, I'm kind of worried. I, like, I have a gut feeling he may just end up having Kane. Kane is going to be his inductee at the moment. I feel like that's who it's going to be. Kane's going to be the one inducting Undertaker to it. and But also what I feel like what they're going to do for him, it seems like, and what should be done is the fact that he is Undertaker is that they're just going to go not everything, all the stops on this guy. Because for Vince – If he had a chance with Andre the Giant in person, he would have catered to him too. If he didn't end up having bad terms with Hulk Hogan, he would have had it too. If things didn't go wrong the wrong way with Bret Hart, Bret Hart would have had it too. And now it's Undertaker's turn. Undertaker's turn to now be in this fluent this this type of thing where it's the only wrestler that stuck by him through thick and thin, never had major issues, never left the company for whatever horrible reason, never had a maybe had a disav- disappointment view on this or that, but it set, it seemed like you know he like he never, they just never had that issue with each other, never had that anger, you know, disagreement. I'm done with this, you're done. Like anything battle where he would have with Stone Cold or Shawn Michaels, Triple H or anyone else, any of those incidents, Undertaker's name was never attached to that. He was always uh, like, like God, God like type of treatment over there. And sure enough, now, now Vince has a chance and opportunity to do this for that type of wrestler and for him in general to pull out all the stops, give him the the confetti, give him the lights, give him, you know, perfect, you know, scenarios, people's different stories and videos and stuff like that. Like I feel like that's what the whole thing is going to be. It's nothing but a great monument of appreciation for the undertaker. And especially at the Texas stadium, AT&T stadium. I feel like this is the place for him, where he's just gonna have. Vince has this. I can see it now, where he's gonna have this big ass mindset of the Undertaker ground, and it's nothing but all his stuff, all his things, and the whole stadium is just gonna be decorated in his, you know, best matches: the Buried alive, the the casket, the hell in the cell, the things that he's, you know, known for and what brought to the world. It's it's it's, it's Vince's time to finally be able to cater to that wrestler to him. He's had those chances. Could I be wrong?
0: No, not at all. I believe that this is that time where uh, if if anyone's ever deserved to be catered correctly, it's The Undertaker. And I think uh, I would be surprised if he doesn't get something big at WrestleMania.
1: Exactly. I agree. That's what I mean. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Because, like I said, he developed a great relationship with Andre. He would have loved to have done something for him if he was a live standard for him in a Hall of Famer. If him and, you know, Hulk Hogan wouldn't have that issue of the whole steroid thing that we saw on Dark Side of the Ring, the whole issue, you know, even beyond that as well when he came back. Like, if there was nothing in that standard, he would have had a phenomenal Hall of Famer thing. Like, you, there's many different ideas and different, I guess you would say, um... Layouts and celebration to cater to that particular character that they had brought to the table. He had those; sh- they had they had those chances. But you know, of course, if you rub Vince the wrong way, then yeah, you're getting the shit canned. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get you on that completely.
1: Right. So I feel like the same thing with Bret Hart. If it wasn't for their issues, I still think that Vince was behind that fan that jumped in and disrupted Bret Hart's celebration. I think so. I think he did it I feel like he did it at a despite to what Brett was.
0: Probably because of the fact that Bret Hart I feel more uh, likely it wasn't just because of Bret Hart but I think because E. W. was on the rise that so they were trying to and UFC, this guy the guy that typed Bret Hart, an MMA fighter. So I think they're trying to like uh, make MMA look bad in a way. Got you, got you. And like I said when I talked about it before, if you look at the guy when he attacked Bret Hart, dude, Bret saw it coming, but you know Bret didn't have uh, he doesn't have them in, in him anymore to move out of the way. But right, imagine no, it's not proper
1: reflexes like that. Yeah,
0: no, and he's still like Natalia still caught the dude and Bret all at the same time. So imagine this guy being an MMA fighter he still kind of, like, got out-wrestled by Natalia Hart, Nightheart. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, if this was planned out by Vince, uh, it made Natalia look good and, and made Bret Hart look good all at the same time. Could be. Could be. But yeah, that's could pretty be. much all I got on this.
1: <laughs> sounds good alright ladies and gents thank y'all for joining us that was a good let's talk about it old oh, man RJ Oh man anything to say to the fans before we dip out
0: yeah ladies and gentlemen and take your pussy in that health gate you know you're gonna tap out unless you saw Michael because I think Sean had that like will to just keep fighting until he got two stone like three times
1: facts I agree. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank y'all for joining us here at the Let's Talk About It on the Reject Rundown Podcast. Thank y'all for joining us. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, and all Apple Podcasts. Of course, everyone. Thank y'all for sure. Views are going up. Likes are going up. Damn sure followers are going up on Instagram. We totally appreciate the support as always. So remember just to keep in touch with us so that we'll be there as anytime it could be, if anything. So you guys have yourselves a good night and be safe.